Vivian French reading Billy Dee, her new piece of work on the theme of elsewhere, commissioned by Edinburgh International Book Festival. Billy Dee by Vivian French At ten in the morning, I leave my front door behind me. Have I got my key? What a foolish woman you are, Billy Dee. The door always shuts with the same sound. Sometimes, I think, my house despises me. The mocking dust settles on all the things I hold dear, and the windows never look shiny and clear. My windows do not twinkle at me. They only sneer. I walk tactfully down the hard grey road, being aware of the life that is heaving beneath the paving stones. Stones are like bones. They lie without soft flesh. I rather hope that when it all bursts out from underground, I will not be around. There will be life in such excess that my dry, brittle mind will be embarrassed by the blood-filled fruitfulness. At the baker's, I buy bread. Man does not live by bread alone, is what my mother always said, but it can go a long way towards preventing starvation and emaciation. I am particularly fond of toast and jam. When you live on your own, there is a good deal of comfort to be found in jam. Once, a great-nephew came and we had toast and tea, strawberry jam for him and raspberry for me. It is still only 17 minutes past 10. Perhaps if I walk slowly to the paper shop and back, it will take 13 minutes more. Time sits sullenly in the trees. I count as I walk. One, two, three, four. The paper shop is filled with fluttering words. Side by side children are jittering. Sometimes I think they don't see me at all. Am I really Billy Dee or just a dusty shadow on the wall? My head is not used to all the chattering and rattles. A woman smiles at me. I cannot reach the smile inside my head and so she moves away. My name is Stanley Baldwin. I am quite used to people laughing if you wish to laugh. My father told me that my mother had a lovely sense of humour, which I failed to inherit. I was born late into the night, and my mother said, Call him Stanley, and then laughed and died. Personally, I have never seen the joke. There was a hat stand in the office where I worked. The only other hat stand was in the office of the manager, so you can see I was a man of some importance. Even so, there was no further need for my services. This is something I fail to understand. Mr George had green lino and no hat stand, but his services were still required. This is a fact I do not comprehend. I shall place my hat firmly upon my head and go to read the Times. The quality of editing is no longer what it was, and so I do not subscribe myself. I read the paper in the library. I could wish that the corners were a little less thumbed. There are cracks in the paving stones. I do not understand why they are not filled. Walking every day as I do, one has time to observe these things. I do not keep a car. 
On occasion, Mr George has offered me a lift, but I have in every instance declined. Walking, I told him, one has time to observe. I am a young person of style. I sit behind the library desk and smile. You may admire my smile when the clock strikes half past ten. We open then. Wet or dry, the first in is the old lady, and what I say is, people like that should be put away. She's one of the ones that comes in every day, like the other one, the old man. How beautiful are my long red nails and my fingers white. Elegantly I check the books from morning to night, and watch from under my long mascarad lashes to see what is going on. I'm very quick to notice if a book has gone. There must be something in the weather. When I tossed back my black shining hair, I saw the two old things sitting together. Or at least there was no empty chair in between. There is no copy of the Times to be seen, although I am sure I put it out. Well, I never. I do declare, without a doubt, the grubby old thing has invited him to tea. And if my delicate, ear-studded hearing did not deceive me, I heard the old man agree. Oh, Billy Dee, whatever have you done? There is a man coming to tea at a quarter to four, and there is dust, and you have never spoken to him before. Would you like a cup of tea with me? How could I have said the words inside my head with the frantic featherings of caged birds? Did he agree? Oh, yes, he did, he did, he did. Oh, should I buy more bread? Yes, we will have toast and jam and a buttered bun and we will talk while we drink our tea. There is a great deal that can be said. This is a day not like other days, although... I still do not understand why there was not a copy of the Times. I have been asked out to tea at a quarter to four. If Mr George should offer me a lift, it might be that I will take a little ride. It will be pleasant to see what there is to see. It would make a pleasant line of conversation when we are talking over tea. Oh, Billy Dee, I have heard the church clock strike half past three. Or whatever shall I do? I have been glancing out of the window since half past two, and I have already sliced the bread. He will be here at a quarter to four, and there is nothing but a hollow in my head. I have already sliced the bread. I put my hat firmly upon my head at precisely half past three. It will not take me long to reach the road in question. There is a man walking down the road. And he is coming here to my door. There has never been anyone here before, except my great-nephew, the one who came to tea. I have put the kettle on. He is knocking at the door. There is jam in a little glass jar. I have dropped a cup. There are little pieces of pink china all over the floor. My hands will not pick them up. He is knocking once more. When will he go away? Now I come to look, there is only jam enough for one. I will walk slowly home, and on the way I will observe the appalling state of the roads. I shall refuse any offer of a lift. 
I will return home and hang my hat upon the hat stand at the entrance of my room. How the young lady with style would smile if she could see Billy Dee where she sits, picking a copy of the Times into very little bits. More podcasts, videos and live recordings of author events can be found at www.edbookfest.co.uk.